So welcome in the commish. Talking week two fantasy football here on the hog. And commish did I read? I don't know what I read. I wish I this is where I wish I prepare and take notes of what I read. Uh, that's what I'm here Was for. Was it uh, the most touchdowns scored in week one or the most points overall in week one? So fantasy had a really good week production-wise. I don't know if it's the players necessarily. You might have drafted some top guys, but NFL offense was way up for week one. I didn't see that stat, actually, but it was like a very productive week. There were not a lot of major duds other than like Michael Thomas is probably the one that sticks out the most as being a major bust in week one, and granted he apparently had a high high ankle sprain and is now going to miss a few weeks, which is great. But uh, yeah, I mean, there weren't a lot of misses. It was a lot of points, and I think what you're seeing in the NFL, and kind of like we thought, the uh, defenses are a little bit behind the offenses. So I think you're seeing a lot of production because of that. Anybody uh, stick out that uh, the the under-the-radar guy or any rookies that you liked uh, fantasy-wise that uh, validated any uh, any predictions going in so far? And I don't know, it's, you know, it's one week, but that's <clears throat> the body work we got to talk about. Well, I think you got to look at, you know, there were a few rookies like Zach Moss and Buffalo was good. Clyde Edwards-Helaire was obviously very good for Kansas City. He was highly touted. Jonathan Taylor, rookie running back out of Wisconsin. He's in Indianapolis. Marvin Mack is out for the year. So Taylor's got a huge opportunity in front of him. And some other injury guys that could come into play, number one, in New Orleans. Michael Thomas out. Both Traquan Smith and Emmanuel Sanders should figure to have more targets going forward. If they end up not being that good, that could really be bad for Drew Brees' value. But there's another really, really under-the-radar guy I like, and that's Scotty Miller in Tampa Bay. Now, Mike Evans had the ankle thing last week, wasn't exactly healthy, or he had a hamstring, I'm sorry, and uh, only got one target, managed to score a touchdown last week. But now they're saying Chris Godwin is in the concussion protocol. He didn't practice again today. So you could be looking at Mike Evans, who's a little bit still you know, tight with that hammy, Scotty Miller could be your number two wide receiver. He's a shifty, Wes Welker type of slot guy, and we all know who's playing quarterback now in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady could be leaning on Scotty Miller quite a bit. It's Mitch's uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. I've declared that as of yesterday. His his favorite team, his second favorite. I team. love yeah. the Bucks. I love Gronk. I love Tom Brady. <laughs> well, they got their butts kicked last weekend. Well, New Orleans wasn't even at full strength. That's a first game. He's oh, gotta, okay. He's got to get used to that 43-year-old body in a different city. What's, have you seen the, the comments coming out of Bruce Arians this week? Yeah, he can't, yeah, he can't stop putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah, surprisingly, but Borna says Tom Brady should be able to take it. He's yeah. old enough to take it. He should, but he doesn't have to take it. Because he's like, if you're Tom Brady, you're like, I didn't come down here for this crap. Yeah, that's why what I gonna, said. Why are you going to be talking about That's what about I said, Bourne. Maybe he needs it, though. Maybe it's good. His play wasn't good. He wasn't good. Well, that's what... Uh, coach just said what happened. That's, that's what our boy... That's what our boy Farvey said on uh, yeah. on his ra- on his radio show. He said right. if they had an arrangement preseason that Arians <laughs> could, you know, bad talk him in public. But what's the reason? What would be the possible reason? Just for to that? show the rest of the team that nobody's above the team. Yeah, I think that's a stretch. I that's think Arians stretch. just doesn't realize how to handle this situation quite properly. And uh, from afar, I'm enjoying it. So yeah, I'm enjoying it a little bit. Are you surprised? No, semi big names or big names got the virus in the NFL. No, because I don't expect the NFL to... I think they're testing a lot, and I think they're taking testing seriously, but I think they're also guarding the results of those tests very close to the chest. 
they don't want it getting out. You know, that's why they're testing. It's kind of like a Russian test. Here's the thing. Like, they had only two positives this week, right? That's what they said. As far as players. Yeah. Out of 2,400. What's a good good reason to test every day? You get more total tests, right? Therefore, the number of positives you get actually ends up being a way lower percentage than than just if you were testing, you know. Once a week. Once a week. Mm -hmm. So they drive those test numbers up by testing every day. Aaron Rodgers tests negative seven days in a row. They get to count that as seven negative tests as far as the ratio goes. But here's the deal. I mean, you are going to get players catch it as the year goes on, but I do think you're going to have a lot of quote-unquote asymptomatic players but a who lot can of come back are, a lot quicker, and a lot of whether they're guys, feeling symptoms or not. They're in such good shape. Immune systems oh, are good. Physically, they're good. So it's not like your 58-year-old construction worker right. who's who's out of shape, bad back, overweight. Well, here's what the NFL should be what the NFL should be preparing and this is kind of boring, but down the line, you know, 20 years from now is a is a lawsuit from retired players if there are lingering symptoms down the road, similar to similar to the concussion settlement. You know, 20 years from now you're going to have guys who played in 2020 saying, "Hey, we demand compensation because you put us at risk unknowingly." Never thought of that. If that's the case, let's not, right. so, let's not talk again, about that yeah, right who now. Who cares? Packers <laughs> let's go, won. Let's go back to fantasy, <laughs> fantasy football shnikes. and give you a chance to uh, win a copy of Ozzy's Ordinary Man and Five Finger Death Punch's F8 album. It's hog head-to-head. We'll pick a fantasy uh, player in a category. You align yourself with the top-scoring player out of the four picks, and uh, you'll win. No winner last week, uh, Dan Miller, who went with my pick, Drew Brees of QBs, and finished dead last among uh, our uh, QBs. Uh, we Mitch actually the winner with Lamar Jackson, uh, 27 points. Commission you were second with Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Right behind was Pat Mahomes, who Mandy picked. Lana, welcome to Fantasy Hog Head to Head. You'll be picking for Mandy, who's on vacation. I'll and, do my best. And uh, I was last. So let's just do running backs. Uh, co- uh, I'm sorry, Mitch, you're first up. Your first pick since you won. Lana, who's your favorite? Who's your top two? I'm not telling. Well, what do you mean you're not telling? You Smart. Get... Yeah, Smart. why would she tell you? Who sh- if she actually does research, research on this and has names that she could pick from, right. why would she give you one since you right. never are prepared for this? What 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 does Lana pick? What number is she? She picks third. Third. So give me your fourth pick. I'm not telling. Born, born a, she has to. No, she no. doesn't do anything. Well. Do, do something as he pulls up the phone. Do something for yourself here. I, I am. Here's I what he's gonna do. I don't play fantasy that often. Commission. You play it every week. Commission. Yeah, who does Seattle play? Who does whoever? Who does Tampa play? You know okay. who's the Hall of Fame running back? Adrian Peterson. I think you should take him. Yeah, he, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad last week. How many? Like how many 60 yards? How many think, yards right? did AP have? Or something like that. I don't know. That was a weird thing. Only like one running back got over 100 yards. Yeah. I think it was Ceh. Adrian Peterson had how many yards? No, you don't, don't want to actually pick Adrian I don't know. Peterson. He had like 60-some. Who do you want to pick? Okay, You're okay. going to get buzzed on your pick if we move on. I wanted to actually just, I have, I don't see Lana in the studio that often, so I, I like to look at her and ask her questions. There's one clear-cut pick that if well, you don't pick, we're all going to laugh at you. So McCaffrey, is that <laughs> it? Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Is that the one? Because <laughs> they're playing Tampa Bay, and I think Tampa Bay is going to blow them out. Brady's going to throw for nine, five or six touchdowns. Nine-point favorite. Oh, that works against you, then. Maybe you don't pick him. Uh, Derrick Henry is, are they versus Jacksonville? Titans versus Jacksonville? Titans yes. are, yes. yes. Jacksonville's got a pretty good defense. I'll wrap this up quick. Is Jacksonville's defense in the top three or four in the league? No. You don't think so? No. They traded away all, all right, their I'll best take McCaffrey. players. Forget it, then. McCaffrey <sighs> all it is. All that for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, 
I'll be quick. I'm taking Zeke against the Falcons at home. Oh, that's a good pick. I know it's a good pick. <laughs> Lana, who would you like to pick? I'm going to go with uh, Delvin Cook. Another good one. Who are they playing? They are playing. You don't have it? You're looking at your phone. Yeah, I got They're I, playing the Colts on the road. Uh, so you're going to go with Derrick Henry, Mitch. Is that what you're thinking of? Are you asking about Jacksonville? Yeah, I don't mind. Tough? I don't mind Henry because AJ yeah. Brown actually came up with an injury at practice today. He's their number one wideout in Tennessee, so that could mean more reps for. Henry. I'm writing. I already wrote it down. Derrick Henry. So there for you. Go. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. All right, four one four seven nine nine one zero two nine. Hog head to head. Who do you think will score the most fantasy points between Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, Dalvin Cook, or Derrick Henry? More with the commission next. It's one zero two nine. The hog. Uh, Nate Rogensvog. Is that how you said it? Rogensvog? Rogensvog. Rogensvog. He's Rogensvog. a nightmare, whatever it was. It was, uh, yeah, a lot of consonants. Lana, is Lana of... leaving? Yeah, she's got other traffic to do I, in the Okay, station, but yeah. next week, if you're not playing, can I te- can I text you and you give me a couple of... You, she says yes. Okay. That's fair, right, Pauly? Is it fair? It's all fair with you, Mitch. Whatever. It's all fair. You I just don't... get to do whatever you want. I don't care if you do it that way. Just don't waste all the time in doing that. Just have it ready to go and just say, here's my pick. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Talk, talk right? less. It's like a general so, rule. I know, but it's impossible, Commission. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. Okay, <laughs> to the, okay. Get I, to the point. What was I even doing now? Get, again, not distracted. What's that uh, fellow's name? Uh, Nate uh, Rogensvug of uh, Milwaukee. He's going with Zeke as the top-scoring running back over uh, Mitch's pick of McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, and Lana's picking for Mandy with Dalvin Cook. I like, so, the, I uh, like Zeke. I like the pick Zeke. It was weird. McCaffrey didn't actually get a lot of targets last week, and then he had two or three catches, which yeah. for him is insanely low. I mean, Are he they, should be in that 8-10 to 10 catch range every week. What was week. the reason for that, do you think? A uh, new quarterback, you know, with Bridgewater, and they were in they were in kind of a battle with, with Indianapolis, and I don't think game script went that well for McCaffrey, but it was just one of those things where I think you got new play caller, new quarterback, new head coach. Uh, Robbie Anderson actually showed out really well for Carolina. He was a big-time waiver wire pickup this week. Uh, am I missing something? Unless I read it wrong. Are they big underdogs this week in Tampa? Like nine-point dogs, which seems like a lot. After watching Tampa play, I know New Orleans is a good team. They lost. They didn't look that great. I, I don't know. That seems like a lot of points for I, a division. It's an eight-and-a-half points for a division so, matchup. Yeah. Nine points in the NFL, in week two of the NFL? Do you yeah. think Do you think Bridgewater, I'm sure he's going to get a relationship, a fine relationship with McCaffrey, right? He, they have oh, to I mesh. Oh, I would think so. I would think so. Cam Newton was a, would used to dump it off, and McCaffrey would make something out of nothing all the time. All right, and that was just it. Last year, even with Kyle Allen at quarterback, who stunk, you know, McCaffrey was just getting fed the ball. Yeah. So, but who knows? Could be a bit of a long game, too, you know, trying to get the receivers involved so that later in the year, you know, things open up a little bit more for McCaffrey. Can we talk about the Packers game? Yeah, we can. Packers, uh, minus six, I like them to win by a touchdown. I think I was surprised at six points, again, unless I'm missing something. As watching the Packers play, watching Detroit play last week, going. Why do you feel should, like they're ten? Uh, maybe nine. Not, it, maybe not a an easy like touchdown winner where that's a winner. I thought seven, seven and a half points, something like that. But am I missing something, Kamish? Division Was, game, division game. That, I think it's and again, it's not holding true in that Tampa Carolina line. But Packers Lions, it's always close. It's unpredictable. The Lions yeah. played. Rogers said it this week. The Lions played them really tough both games last year. Um, but the Packers showed out last week, you know, between the offense looking like it's running on all cylinders, uh, even though they didn't run the ball, like, you know, the floor said all off season, it was going to be run heavy. 
um, seem to be just the opposite. And again, how much of that is Aaron Rodgers changing plays at the line of scrimmage? We don't know. Um, but no, this Packers team, I mean, you've got to feel good about them right now. But again, I don't think once you get, like like we just said, that eight and a half point line in the Tampa game, that's a huge line. A Any, lot, anytime you get over that six, I wouldn't be shocked if this Packers line goes to six and a half or seven by the time kickoff comes. Because I think you're going to get a lot of the sharks that are going to come in on that in, on that six and and kind of bet it up. Because to me, that's a pretty good spot to get the Packers. I think so too. I think so too. Okay, we'll talk about it with the commission. We'll see you on Monday. Let's do to it to break it all down. Week two of the NFL. Hog head ahead. We do it every uh, Thursday at four. Thanks, Commission. It's 1029 the Hog.